Welcome, my dear listeners. It's good to have you back. In this episode, I will review the metrics that matter most within Google's revamped GA4 analytics platform. Uh, I've structured this episode around key categories. Instead of looking at individual metrics and going through them, I basically divide them up into key categories. I came up with six categories and help you basically look at them from a strategic standpoint so you can track performance and then pinpoint paths for driving growth for your website, whatever that growth looks like or whatever that growth means to you. Um, So we'll be talking about uh, metrics like acquisition metrics. We'll be talking about engagement metrics. We'll be talking about monetization metrics as well as user-centric metrics and conversion metrics uh, and content metrics and things like that. So uh, these are very high-level buckets, but within those are specific metrics, and I'll give you an idea for uh, what those metrics are uh, what um, you know, what you need to do to optimize for those metrics, and how you can use those metrics to basically improve the performance of your website. But most, most, but most importantly, also to help you improve your campaigns, help you improve even your service, help you improve the content that you put on your website, and ultimately uh, increase the ROI of your website and the ROI of your various marketing campaigns. So. I'm very thrilled today to help you tap into this GA4's uh, analytics um, metrics and help you take your business to the next level. So tune in and let's get started. Welcome to the latest episode of Corner Your Market. I'm your host, Silas Kimide. In this podcast, I talk about all things digital marketing. From website design and development to SEO and PPC, as well as paid advertising, email marketing, social media, and anything in between. If you're a small business owner, a marketing manager in a company, or an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you. So tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. You'll gain some practical insights, new strategies, tactics, and tools that will help you grow your business. To subscribe, go to cornerymarketpodcast.com and select the podcast app of your choice. Then you can hit subscribe within those apps. That again is cornerymarketpodcast.com. Also, don't forget to like and share our individual episodes. You can also leave a review in the app once you've listened to one of our episodes. Doing digital marketing without looking at key metrics is like driving a car without a steering wheel. Can you imagine that? You have no control over the direction or even assessing progress. In that regards, key metrics in digital marketing guide strategic decisions, right? Think of it this way. Doing digital marketing without looking at key metrics is also like playing sports without keeping score. You don't actually know who is winning or losing, and success is important. The measurement for success is important, and uh, you need to know uh, what's going on with your marketing. So, in essence, digital marketing campaigns can seem rather aimless if you're not paying attention to the analytics. And the data that metrics provide is absolutely essential for tracking your growth and then also to diagnose your issues improve your performance, and at the end of the day, you need to be able to demonstrate ROI. 
So if you're not measuring properly, you're not going to be able to demonstrate ROI, right? So today, you can measure performance, track behavior, and influence outcomes in your marketing. Uh, how are you doing that? And one of the main ways uh, folks do that is through GA4, which is the latest rendition of Google Analytics that came into effect, I think, July 1st of this past year, 2023. Uh, and if you're not on GA4 by now, it's almost the end of the year. You really need to make sure you're on GA4. That means you've missed almost six months of data gathering. But hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of those because I covered that uh, six months ago, and hopefully you took action. But anyway, if you forgot to take action, go ahead and make sure you upgrade to GA4. Because today, what we're going to do is I would like to talk about I would like to talk about the uh, different metrics in GA4 that you should be monitoring and looking at. Uh, that can get really overwhelming uh, really fast because there's a lot of analytics in there. There's a lot of metrics and there's a lot of data points in there trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, or what you should be looking at, what's important, what's not important can be challenging. So today I'm going to basically divide up the analytics metrics into major categories and try to help you maybe think through that a little bit. Uh, I'm going to talk about acquisition metrics. I'm going to talk about engagement metrics, and we'll get into the definitions as we get to those points. I'm also going to talk about monetization metrics. I'm going to talk about user-centric metrics, content metrics, and obviously we're going to talk about conversion metrics towards the end. So you got to stick around to hear my take on the conversion metrics. It's not a lot of surprise. It's not very surprising for folks that have maybe been listening to me for a while. Uh, I'm big on conversions and designing your analytics so that you have, or setting up your analytics so you have all the conversions well well mapped out. So let's get started with the acquisition metrics. So if you're in GA4, um, there's a tab on the left that kind of gives you a section called reports. And under reports, there's a bunch of stuff there. But what I'm doing here is kind of taking my own my own organization here. So Acquisition metrics are, for me, is the channels, the source and medium, and the campaigns, right? These are basically metrics that measure the acquisition of the user. Uh, how do they get there? You know, that's kind of what you're trying to answer. Um, you know, so channels would be, are they coming in through organic? Are they coming in through social? Are they coming in through email? Are they coming in through ads? Or are they already aware of your business that they're basically typing in your URL, in which case that would be direct traffic? So we'll talk a little bit about these. And then the source medium, um, you know, you can have cross-sections of sources and mediums. Like if you're doing a um, email campaign, so the medium would be uh, email, the source would be the campaign. And then you can kind of design analytics views to see specific campaigns over specific mediums and how it's working in driving uh, traffic to your site. Also, there's campaigns, uh, which I guess I've already talked about a little bit when I'm talking about source and mediums, but you can use UTM tracking still, which I'm big on UTM tracking. I know there's people that maybe don't like it or don't know how to set it up, but UTM tracking helps you anytime you're putting out a URL you put in trackers in the email, and then when people click on that link and they come to your website, 
you know details about them that you wouldn't if they would just click on the site and come click on the link and come to you, right? So that's the campaigns part. So why are these metrics important, you might ask? These are very important metrics, in my opinion. Um, they help you optimize your marketing channels, right? Because uh, raise your hand if you have an unlimited marketing budget. Um, yeah, I didn't think anybody raised their hand. If you did raise your hand, please give me a call with that raised hand so that, uh, you know, I can charge you for some marketing services because you have an unlimited budget, right? So you can afford me. Uh, anyway, that's just a side, side channel here. Uh, but anyway, optimizing marketing channels is important. Uh, knowing where your traffic comes from, knowing what that traffic does, where it goes, what kind of value it brings to you allows you to, you know, hone in on your, on your marketing efforts. Maybe social media isn't where you need to be. I know, shocker, right? Some people are so sold on social media or a particular media that they can't even imagine not being on it. Uh, I get it, you know, I get it. But um, social uh, search engine traffic, referral traffic, direct traffic, wh where are the folks coming from? Where are your people coming from? How are they finding you? Very important to understand. So by analyzing channel-specific metrics, you can allocate budgets wisely and you can focus on those high-performing channels. So that's one of the reasons why you need to know and understand the acquisition metrics. Uh, also, it helps you spot any trends and seasonality of, of traffic coming in because traffic is a leading indicator in, in many ways. Um, uh, you know, uh, how much eyeballs you got uh, is going to basically determine you know, what, uh, what kind of sales you can have later on. Cause before they buy, they got to see you, man. They got to know about you. They got to see you. They got to know who you are. I don't know that anybody just comes up and buy something that they don't know. Um, you know, so, um, so the volume of trends and seasonality is very important. Also, as you do, as you look at the acquisition metrics and sourcing campaigns and mediums and things like that, um, you can also do a little bit deep dive on the demographics and geography uh, of these things using analytics. And so it can help you put uh, a little bit of a better idea, get you a little bit of a better idea on who is coming to your site, how they're getting there and what they're doing, right? So very important. So that's the acquisition metrics. Uh, the second set of metrics are the engagement metrics, also very important. Uh, engagement metrics is basically what are they doing once they get to your site? How involved are they? I mean, it's get it's one thing getting eyeballs, but it's another thing when you start to get people to engage. Um, yesterday we went to a Christmas market and, you know, we walked into a lot of stores, right? But we didn't do anything there. It looked interesting at the beginning, some of these stores. We we looked at it and then we're like, ah, you know, not not our thing. And then we we walked away. So engagement was low. Same thing on a website. So you got to know what the engagements are. Uh, there's a couple of couple of um, metrics, three metrics actually, in GA4 that kind of gives you an idea on the engagement side. Uh, there's the engagement rate, obviously. It measures the quality of the interactions users have with your content. So I think the way that they de define it is uh, somebody comes to your site and if they leave right away, there's no engagement. However, if they come to your site and they go to another page, that's considered an, an engaged user. Or if they spend more than, I think, 10 seconds, or maybe it used to be 30 seconds, the bounce rate, I think engagement is 10 seconds. But anyway, you can Google that. 
I guess I should have figured that out before I did this podcast, but that's uh, neither here nor there at this point. But um, anyway, so that's engagement rate. There's also event tracking. You can have specific, um, you know, clicks, downloads, form submissions that you can set up and measure your events, you know, your engagement by. So if you're bringing people to your website, they come to your site, they see that you have a white paper, uh, they click on the white paper, uh, they read the white paper, you know, and then you, you track that as an event. Or maybe you have a form that they have to fill out to access the white paper, or they have some kind of a of a of a certain number of clicks that they have to have uh, before you get to your site, get to your 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 thing, and that's that's a that's an event that you're tracking. Um, so anyway, so um, you know why why are these engagement metrics important? It's kind of well, I mean, again, if somebody's going to do business with you, they're going to spend a little bit of time understanding who you are. They're gonna they're gonna do a little bit more research. They're gonna read a little bit. They're gonna click around a little bit, right? Nobody just buys or calls or fills out a form without really understanding who you are. So those engagement metrics can be telling in terms of uh, what, how successful or how well your website is doing. Uh, the user experience, I think, is is a, is another element of uh, what you can get from from these engagement metrics is high engagement rate. Uh, maybe you have a low engagement rate and you could do some UX changes to your website. Maybe they just can't see the call now button. Or maybe the call now button is not where it needs to be. Or maybe the you know download PDF button is is too hidden or inaccessible on or it's not rendering on mobile devices. That's that happens, right? So looking at your engagement metrics can help you refine your your user experience, your UX. Um, so uh, also content quality, it's an indicator of your the quality of your content. Uh, if they're not spending any time on your website, then it could be one of two things. One is uh, they were not you are not relevant at all. They're looking for mousetrap and they came to shotgun and okay, I'm not looking for shotgun. I'm looking for a mousetrap. Um, so boom, they're gone, right? However, uh, if they were looking for a mousetrap and they came to your site um, and the content quality is just not there, questions are not being answered, um, they don't see the value of your mousetrap, they don't know why, why your mousetrap is better than the other mousetrap they just looked at, then they leave, right? So that's that's another way is is you need to look at your engagement metrics to figure out if your content is actually um, working or not, if it's good quality or not to your audience. So look at the keywords that maybe is driving the traffic or where the sources of the traffic is, and then look at the engagement rate and then see if there's a connection. So maybe the people coming from social media uh, all of a sudden thought you were, you know, shotgun maker uh, because of something that you posted and that's why they're bouncing. So anyway, so engagement metrics can be very, 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 very insightful uh, in terms of um, helping you understand um, the quality of your traffic. Another thing to keep in mind about engagement metrics is it gives you an idea of your conversion potential. If you have a specific conversion sales, for instance, um, and you have high engagement on pre-sale items, like maybe they need to download a PDF and understand your specs, and that's what maybe as you see a, a high amount of those then you'll further down the line probably see some sales. 
right? So you can really identify elements of your website that are very, you know, where engagement there means there's conversion potential coming up down the line. So that's why you need to keep track of your engagement metrics. The third set of metrics we talked, I, I listed earlier, I should have numbered these, but I didn't. Uh, I know I get a little bit frustrated because sometimes I just get into the content and I don't think about the numbering and making it easy. But as a marketer, I really should be better at that. So if you've gotten this far, uh, send me a note and say, hey, you know, you need to do numbering or numbering isn't really necessary. But anyway, uh, the third set of metrics is monetization metrics. This is revenue, average revenue per user, conversion rate. These are monetization metrics and monetization metrics, obviously, <laughs> I mean, it's dollars, man. I mean, I don't know what else I can, I need to say about that. Uh, you can look at the monetization metrics, revenue, uh, average revenue per user. You can look at the conversion rates and it could give you a really good idea in terms of how you're doing. I mean, you know, maybe you're, you're missing out on some um, potential revenue. Maybe revenue is higher than what you expect. Uh, whatever it is, uh, I don't know that, um, you know, it, it's mostly applicable for e-commerce and revenue generating sites for the most part. But if it's, if, if that's one of you, uh, you need to make sure that you're paying close attention to those metrics. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes the GA4 revenue metrics may be off. You just have to make sure that it's set up correctly and it's measuring the right things. Um, and, but, but for the most part, it does give you a good idea of, of what's happening. I got a call recently from another third-party uh, classify um, um, analytics company saying, if you're using GA4 as a sole measure of your monetization metrics, then you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Um, GA4 does a pretty decent job. I mean, it's not QuickBooks, okay? I mean, I get it. It's not, it's not going to be like QuickBooks. It's not going to be like your uh, accounting software, but it's going to get you the data you need. It's going to tell you, uh, what product was sold, which channel of the sale came from, how much it was sold, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know what else you can ask a web-based um, analytics you know, platform to do for you. Uh, it's obviously not going to be able to break down by color. Maybe it will. If you've got the SKU set up, it can. So anyway, uh, I got into an argument with this guy. Um, I mean, normally I don't answer cold calls, you know, when I get unknown numbers. But for some reason, that day I was in a, I guess I was in a very generous mood, and then I, I ended up answering, and then I ended up talking to him. I got annoyed by what he was trying to say, and I felt like it was misleading. I pushed back a little bit. He got annoyed, and he was because obviously I threw him off his script, right? And he's talking about, you know, how monetization, blah, blah, blah. And he's reading a script, man. I mean, I don't think this guy really knew what he was talking about. But uh, anyway, maybe they recorded that call and it was used for quality control purposes. That's my hope. So I'm famous or I'm somebody's bad guy right now. I'm somebody's bad guy. Somebody out there thinks I'm a bad guy. So anyway, so that was, I don't know how I got sidetracked, but the monetization metrics is the number three one. And then number four is the user-centric metrics. User-centric metrics are valuable because it kind of gives you an idea for how your audience is growing. It can tell you, it can tell you, again, also give you conversion potential, right? Um, maybe you need new users coming in all the time. Maybe you need a certain mix of new 
and a certain mix of, you know, recurring visitors before your sale happens, you know? Um, so unique users, it helps you understand your audience as individual users, uh, user retention, uh, evaluate how well you retain those users over time. Um, you know, so those are all very useful metrics for you to look at as well. Um, so now the fifth metric, I guess, let me see here. We, we did, uh, we did acquisition is number one. Engagement is number two. Monetization is number three. User centric is number four. Now content metrics is five. Um, content metrics are page views, average time on page, and then bounce rate, which I guess is still measured in GA4. But page views tells you it on an individual basis which pages are being read, where people are spending most of their time, uh, and things like that. And it can be useful for you to determine the quality of your content. Maybe it gives you ideas for new blog post ideas. Maybe it gives you, you know, incentives for building out pages. Maybe uh, a certain particular page could be a pillar page, meaning you have subsequently supporting pages, supporting that page. And for SEO purposes, that can be very, very powerful. So look at the content metrics on a regular basis and see what kind of learnings you can have to improve your website design, marketing, and things like that. There's also conversion metrics. This is number six. So number six is conversion metrics, and these are goal completions. Highly uh, GA4 automatically assigns goals, so just make sure that those goals are in alignment with what you're actually wanting to see. Um, some of the more sophisticated goals are exit pages, entry pages, phone calls initiated, phone calls completed. Um, you know, those can be very helpful. Um, obviously, form fills, sign-ups, uh, any kind of con uh, e-commerce related, you know, transaction goals. Uh, those are all very important. And those conversion metrics are very important, not only for you, but also for GA as well. Because if you're using any kind of advertisement, then those goal metrics get used for optimizing campaigns, uh, especially for Google ads and things like that. So, um, so anyways, those are the main buckets. I think I covered them here. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. So today I talked about, um, you know, why, you know, I started off by talking about, you know, digital marketing, doing digital marketing without looking at key metrics is like building a house without blueprints, you know, metrics, uh, provide the plans for your growth. Progress is unclear otherwise, because if you don't have a blueprint, what the heck are you doing, you know? Here's another one, uh, and I got these from AI, uh, full disclosure. Uh, doing digital marketing without lo without looking at key metrics is like cooking without tasting. You can't refine recipes and assess outcomes, right? I usually, I personally don't I like to taste when I'm cooking. However, I do it at the very end, um, usually to see if I got enough salt in. Uh, but anyway, um, some people do it along the way, I guess. Depends on what you're cooking. But analytics basically lets you help you improve your campaigns, just like tasting while you're cooking allows you to improve your dish. So anyway, so today we talked about Google Analytics. We talked about uh, GA4 metrics that you should be looking at. And instead of just uh, you know, making making a list of all the different metrics in GA4 and the ones you should be looking at, I divided it up into six buckets and uh, gave you an idea for what you should be monitoring. So you should be looking at acquisition metrics. You should be looking at engagement metrics. You should be looking at monetization metrics. 
You should be looking at user-centric metrics. You should be looking at content metrics. And finally, you should be looking at conversion metrics. So with that, I hope this information was very helpful to you. Uh, I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next week. Until then, happy, happy marketing. If you're a small business owner, a marketer in a company, or an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you. You'll become better educated and informed when it comes to digital marketing. And if you implement the strategies, tactics, and tools I discuss in this podcast, your business will grow and prosper. To subscribe, go to corneryourmarketpodcast.com. That again is corneryourmarketpodcast.com. You can also search for Corner Your Market in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast, and you can subscribe through those apps. Also, don't forget to like and share our individual episodes. You can also leave a review. Finally, I would love to hear from you. So if you have any questions, feedback, or general comments about the topics I discuss, feel free to send me an email. I will be sure to share and discuss your feedback on the air if it will benefit our listening audience. You can write to me at connect at corneryourmarketpodcast.com. Just put listener comment in the subject line. That email again is connect at corneryourmarketpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being back next week. Until then, be good and do good.